What's up, CrossFit Engage fam? It feels so good to be back, and it feels good to see every single one of your smiling faces in the gym again, training hard, and just getting after it. What you're about to hear now is a live recording of a Zoom class from when we were in lockdown that I felt had a lot of useful information in it. I apologize in advance for the lag time due to internet connection issues we were experiencing at the time, but if you have the time, see it through, give it a listen, and I hope you enjoy. Kind of what pushed me to start training a little bit harder by myself is looking for uh, the furniture company. Um, I was up at five o'clock in the morning in the garage, freezing cold, training by myself. And uh, some days it was just like, I don't want to be out here. I know I'm going to have to move heavy furniture all day. But um, at the end of the day, it's, you know, how bad do you want to continue to, you know, work out and um, stuff like that. So uh, I guess one of the biggest things that kind of helped me push some of these mental barriers of like continue to push uh, was actually Romwad, which is funny because putting yourself in an uncomfortable position and sitting there for two to five minutes at a time and all of a sudden suffering for five minutes on the assault bike's not that bad. Um, right. mind that. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, kind of like Travis said, you know, when he worked for a furniture company, um, that was a nine to five job. I don't, I don't know the specific hours, but it was, it was a eight hour gig. I'm sure most every day of the week. Um, and so you got to fit it in somewhere and do what? That, that's being generous. Yeah. It's about, it's about 10 hour days. Yeah. So, well, and, and at the time One he time. wasn't able to, to make it into the gym either. So like he said, he was having to work out at home still. So finding a way to still schedule it and make it a priority where do you want to do it? No, absolutely not. But you know, the benefits that you get from it and you know, the value in it. Um, at the end of the day, just being able to make it a priority, get the work done. Um, that's one way. Um, something else that's, uh, you know, kind of a big motivating factor for me is just the, the health benefits that come from working out. Um, so that's kind of something that helps me stay motivated is, um, you know, yes, I'm young and whatever, but um, if you know my history, you know my past, you know, like the surgery and stuff that I've come through, um, fighting for that just makes, uh, you know, hearing my doctor say that like I'm his healthiest patient. Um, that makes me get after it pretty hard. Um, when times like this come up, like different, uh, this, this crisis that we're in, this pandemic, um, you know, fit people are harder to kill. So, you know, you are by, by doing that. And, and I don't want to talk about fitness too much on this podcast, but that we will dive into like the sickness, wellness, fitness continuum, but the fitter you are, the more ready you're going to be for any sickness or disease that comes your way. Um, and so that's a huge driving factor for me um, that motivates me even on the days that I don't want to do anything just to get out there and get after it. So um, regardless of who's around, regardless of what the workout is, um, that's, that's a pretty big value for me. So um, Travis, I don't know if you have anything kind of on that, that health aspect of it that motivates you. Um, at the end of the day too, it's, it has a lot to do with mental health as well. So, um, now if there's like, I mean, seven minutes of burpees, you look at it and you say, I don't want to do it. Um, 
you know, there are a lot of health benefits to it. It's a good, good workout. It's a good baseline test for your cardiovascular ability. Um, but at the end of the day, it's got to be fun too. So um, if you look at a workout and you're just dreading it, you're looking at it saying, I just, you know, it's going to hurt. I don't want to do it. Um, do something fun and, you know, modify it to where you want to do it. Right. Um, there's plenty of days that I get up and I'm like, okay, you know, I don't necessarily want to snatch heavy today. So let's do some like kettlebell swings, a little bit of hip hinge going overhead stuff like the same kind of movement patterns, but it's, it's a little bit more fun, a little bit easier on my body as well. So, right. um, as well as the mental health and physical health. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of like, I really like that point is like, you know, even if you see the workout now, our, our crew has a lot of different options. They have like our CrossFit programming, which is our, our 60 minute, one hour class. They have the engage 45, which is 45 minute and then the engage 30. So they have a lot of things to pick from. Largely it's going to hinge on what equipment do they have available and how much time do they have. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you see something and you're like, it's, it, you know, it does get in your head. You're like, man, I really don't want to do that today. Or I'm, you know, my shoulders are a little iffy. I'm not feeling it, whatever. But, um, or maybe I just don't want to go as heavy. Then, you know, take that day. And, and we talk about um, effort kind of more on a daily basis versus like an overall like uh, PR setting. So just do what you can every day. As long as you're putting in the effort relative to how you feel for that day, and only you you will know that answer. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot more enjoyable for you, and it's not going to be something that you dread as much. Versus like, oh, just drag myself out here to the garage, and I got to pick up all this heavy weight, and I really don't want to. Like, you know, make it fun. Like Travis said, um, pick a movement that that uh, complements and respects the other one that that you're subbing it out for, and and find something that you enjoy doing. Yeah, I think it was a good point. Um, something else. Um, enjoy your ice cream sandwich. <laughs> yeah, and and we we both have had this discussion. Like we work out so we can eat too. I really like to eat. Um, no. Um, another yeah. thing Fitness that for I. Food. <laughs> Fitness for food. Yep. I uh, another thing that I kind of wanted to touch on is like you know we're in the workout and something gets really hard and let's say if it's a weighted movement and you want to put it down there's say there's a couple of reps of it whatever you want to put it down or um it's it's a run or a bike or a row and you want to stop travis how do you combat that that internal battle in your head um when when times get kind of tough in a workout like that I'm going to go back to probably my first month of CrossFit. Um, I had one of the biggest hard asses of a coach that you could possibly come across, um, ex-Marine. Um, pretty much just didn't let you stop anytime you get started. Um, and I remember very clearly we were running through the parking lot, and it was a 400-meter run, and you were carrying a 45-pound belt. I started walking with it, and I heard him yell from the garage door, Travis, um, Later on, when you go to bed tonight, do you want to remember this workout for finishing strong and running it, or do you want to remember it and be disappointed going to bed walking it? And so every time I start to slow down, and it's not necessarily for like muscle fatigue, because there's a difference there. Like sometimes physically, you cannot just pick yourself up. Um, strict handstand push-ups, you know, any sort of heavy movements like that. But 
if it's like a run and I just go to stop, I think about that in my head of, do I want to go to bed tonight remembering that I did everything that I could or, um, you know, be disappointed with myself later whenever I go to sleep and think about, oh, I walked that part of the workout when I could have continued to run and push harder. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, a big motivator. Yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, that's really good. I, um, similar to that, you know, like I, I've studied, you know, or followed like a lot of, uh, games athletes and, and mentors for coaches and stuff like that. And I've heard like Josh Bridges said, um, one of his drill instructors when he was in, um, you know, becoming a Navy SEAL when he was going through all that, he said, you know, it doesn't hurt to run just a little bit faster, you know, and, and it's true. I mean, it, it does hurt and you feel like you're going to die in the moment, but it, it, you can run a little bit faster. Um, ben Bergeron, another great coach, uh, was having a conversation with an athlete and they, they were doing wall balls. He put it down and he said, you know what? It doesn't matter how tired you are. You can always do one more wall ball. And a lot of people like at the gym, they're like, man, like, I don't know how you did a big set like that. I'm like, I didn't want to. It's not like, it's not like I, I just woke up and decided that's what I wanted to do today. Um, and just have this conversation with yourself internally is like changing. And, and I think a big thing for me was even in a workout like that, like one of the, the most valuable things I've ever heard um, is change the word can't to won't. And so I tell myself, like, in a workout, when I want to set something down, and it's like, I can't do another rep. Yeah, I actually, I can. I won't do another rep. I don't want to. So how do you, you know, and then that makes, honestly, makes me kind of feel like that negative emotion of like, well, I just, I just gave up on that. Um, and, and so that's what I use as kind of like a, a, a you know, a bridge to get across that hump of, I want to put this down or I, I want to slow down or I want to walk uh, on a, on a run or something like that. It's like, no, you, you can keep going. Um, and we're not saying that, you know, everybody here has to, you know, try and achieve the highest level of competition or anything like that. That's not what it's about. It's about um, making yourself better and, um, when you have this internal conversation with yourself, when things get tough, like it's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a battle, but you got to push through. And I think even more so now is important because we're not in the gym setting. So it's really up to you, you know, like you're the only one that's going to know, did you win that, that mental battle of, did I slow down or did I stop? Or did I put that, that next rep down that I probably could have done anyways? Um, you know, and, and that's going to take some training. Um, it's not a battle that's won very easy. It's not a battle that's won. I'm, I'm going to say it's not a battle that's won every time. Um, but try to sway or swing that, that curve to where you're winning a large majority of those battles. Um, and, and the other thing, too, is, um, you know, the one of the most undefeated variables across the board is is time uh, yet again i go back to josh bridges like his drill instructor told you it doesn't or told him he said it doesn't matter how much pain you're in physically at the moment this is going to end there is a time cap right like we don't want everybody to hit the time cap but it doesn't matter it is going to end and if it wasn't hard you wouldn't like it anyway so you might as well just get after it while you're in the moment and uh 
and, and, you know, make yourself better in that scenario from both a physical and a mental standpoint. Travis, did you have anything to add to that? One of the jokes I always make with my athletes too is uh, they, they keep saying they can't do it. They can't do it. Um, they're going to die. This, that, and the other. I'm like, don't worry guys, you're going to pass out before you die. So uh, <laughs> get you to the hospital before we, you'll die. Don't worry. Yeah. So, no, I mean, it's just one of those things like you continue to push and push. Um, and it's, it's not something that's easily won, like Colton said. Um, but it definitely, you can continue to say, all right, one more rep. All right, one more rep. Until the next thing you know, like instead of doing 20 wall walls at a time, you're doing 50 to 60. Um, the next thing you know, you're carrying unbroken, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it, it's not a battle that's easily won, like we said, but that's you have to have that battle every single day in order to train that, uh, that mentality and that mindset of just keep going. Um, and like you said, you know, you're, you'll pass out before you die. So luckily for our members, the, the fire department, EMS law enforcement, they're all right next door. So we'll wake them up with the smell of Justin's barbecue and, and keep them moving. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, and, and I want to also say, too, that, like, the, this push mindset that we're talking about and how do you develop that motivation and, and that drive to just keep digging and, and maintain that grit, even though we're not in a group setting, is not just applied towards um, high-volume uh, endurance workouts. Like, it could be anything. Um, if you have – I know right now most of us are kind of limited on equipment, but – if you have uh, you know, a heavier set of dumbbells and the workout calls for that heavier set, but you were warming up with those, um, let's say 20s, and you're like, ah, man, I don't know. You're looking at the 50s, you're like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good right here. But I think you know, what I tell myself in the scenario like that is like, good never got anybody to great. You know, so long as, and I, I'll always like kind of fall back to this, so long as it's, safe the mechanics are in place and you're able to hit the stimulus that the workout calls for if you can do that you might as well pick up those heavier dumbbells and and get after it but um if stimulus fall, starts to fall off or it doesn't look good then that's this is where we're getting into like more of a, a coaching or a training um, discussion it's more about mindset but um yeah i mean that's that's I apply it to heavy loads. I apply it to endurance workouts. I apply it to everything. So what do you think, Traps? Uh, I think one of the biggest things that's helped me, um, two big things create change. Um, one, be failure. And then the other um, is challenge, right? So anything that's hard and difficult and like presses down on you creates change. Um, one of the biggest things, another thing from the first coach that I had, um, he was not very pleasant. Um, uh, I had just gotten my first handstand push up the week before. Um, and then now my fiance soon to be wife, um, it was her first time coming to work out with us after we had started dating. Um, and it was power cleans and handstand push-ups. He's like, all right, Travis, sink or swim. Let's drop you in the water. See if you can uh, do this workout. It's 21-15-9. I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going to be able to finish. Like, I just got three handstand push-ups last week. He's like, no, you got this. 
didn't even get through the first set of, I, I did the 21 power cleans and then I did like 10 handstand pushups and it, it created a fire for me to get better at them. Right. Um, I was a big guy, 250 pounds, not super easy on handstand pushups, um, but it created a, a, a real presence for me to get better at things. Um, and then, so that's, that's kind of the failure aspect of it. Like once you realize you fail at something, you want to get better at it. Um, and then things that are hard create change. So, I mean, spending time, you know, suffering, doing the things you don't want to do. Um, you know, nobody wants to sit on an assault bike and do 10 minute max assault bike for calories or even a one minute max calories. Right. It's painful. It's uncomfortable, but the more you do those uncomfortable things, the easier everything gets and the more it creates change for you. Then the next thing you know, like, Hey, getting up at five o'clock to go to work is not that bad because I don't have to do one minute on the assault bike anymore. <laughs> at least not right. till the retest, right? Yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, I agree. Um, and I think that we never, um, we never lose, but we learn. Um, you know, taking that and applying it, humans don't like to suck at anything. They don't like to be bad at stuff, or at least, you know, I don't. Um, and so with CrossFit, there's so much that you could potentially either not be as good at or um, that you need to work on a little bit, even if you're pretty well-rounded already. And so I think the key there and kind of to Travis's point is, um, you know, learn what those things are, know what you don't know and, and spend time working on that and you will get better and it will get, um, quote unquote easier. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, if you, if you always just look at a movement or a load or something like that and, and you think like, yeah, just, I'm, I'm not good at that. So I'm just not going to do it. Um, then you'll never be good at that. Like if you don't practice it, it won't get better. Um, so taking that with, you know, like your accountability piece of now it's, you know, we're all at home at the moment, but we're going to know, especially when we get back, who was, who was kind of getting after it and then who wasn't. So, um, you know, take that with you every day, try to, try to learn something new or try to improve on at least one thing every single day. And um, yeah, you're going to be better off for it. All right, guys. Well, we have about 10 minutes left on this call, um, 12 minutes roughly. Um, I guess, uh, Travis, if you don't have anything to add to that, I'll open it up for any questions you guys have for me or Travis. Like I said, Travis has a, has a pretty extensive background in training alone in his garage, as do I. So um, anything that we can help you guys with in terms of motivation or um, – you know, that, that grit that we talked about, that push, finding um, ways to keep moving in a workout, whether it's a high volume workout or a heavy load that you're wanting to go after, whatever. Um, if you guys have any questions pertaining to any of that stuff, feel free, ask away. You can direct it at me or Travis. Not everybody at once, please. Not everybody at once. <laughs> Nothing. Mental warriors in here. Yeah. 
Marcus is like, I don't suffer with anything. Yeah, Marcus is like, what if you just don't <laughs> suck? There is no stop. Yeah, I mean, the, the clock starts and he just goes. <laughs> like a, like the uh, Energizer Bunny, just wind them up and let them go. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, let's uh, – okay, Travis, what was the most difficult thing you've done recently? From a fitness standpoint. Oh, boy. Um, probably holding that damn worm at Wadapalooza. <laughs> that was the most painful thing that I've done in a long, long time. You did not look um, comfortable. So, yeah, guys, I mean, if, you, if you don't know what a worm is, it's uh, it looks like multiple sandbags stitched together, and each section of it weighs a different amount. And so he was in a team event where they were all having to hold um, this this object, this worm. Um, and there's – it's – what is it, 170, 170? Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, so each section, like there's yeah. two hundred hundred pound sections, there's two seventies, and there was two guys on the on the team and two girls, and so they were three of them were having to hold it while one was like running back and doing some other stuff. So between three people they were holding um God, I don't know how much is that, three hundred and forty pounds or something like that. Close to it. And and mind you as well, three of us were six foot tall, and then one of them was about five foot tall. So, um, yeah, she was a little bitty, little bitty person. So yeah, it was like so, two people holding it whenever she was under it. So this doesn't directly apply to like at home mindset, but um, how did you get through that, and and what kept you holding on to that that worm that you didn't want to hold on to? Um, the, that's the good thing about teams. Um, you, you rely a lot on not letting your teammates down, right? Same thing is kind of in class when you're working out with your friends and, um, you're competing against your friends and things like that. You don't want to stop and let them win. You don't want to stop and let them down. Um, I just didn't want to drop the worm because I didn't want to, you know, let the team down. And there was a major penalty of the person that was working had to come back and pick it back up. And, you know, I didn't want to. It was more or less I didn't want to put any of that burden on the other people as well. Um, but just kind of one of the things that I end up trying to do is I don't necessarily focus about what pain is happening, um, even though it's very difficult to do. I focus on, like, your breathing. Focus on the things that you can control, not necessarily the pain, because the pain is going to be there either way. Right. Um, you know, deep breaths. Try to clear your mind. Um, a lot of times what I'll do, too, is I'll close my eyes in the middle of a workout. Um, and just kind of let myself get into the Zen state as yeah. difficult as that is. I, I call that blacking out, but yeah, uh, Zen state works. I guess. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I mean, so teams are phenomenal, obviously again, you know, I think I can probably shift this. Um, even though we're not all together, um, we still have the same leaderboard and, and, you know, there's still, I know even with a couple of the people in the gym is like, there's still, um, this back and forth battle of like that person, I don't want that person to beat me in anything. So what I kind of do too, is when I'm doing a workout and I'm by myself, uh, excuse me, 
I think like, what, what would that person be doing right now? Would they be putting this object down or resting? And the only answer I'm allowed to give for that person is no, they would not. They would not be resting and they would not be putting this down. So keeping that in the back of your mind um, while you're doing it, I think helps push you a little bit harder. Um, and truth be told, if, you're, uh, if you work out in the PMs, you have times to shoot for more than likely. Um, if you have, if you work out in the AMs, you better be setting that time to do that, right? But in either scenario, you have to have this, um, this avatar, this friend that, that you normally kind of compete with back and forth and just think to yourself, like, would they be resting right now? Or would they be putting this down? And the answer is always, and is only allowed to be no, they would not. So, you know, that kind of keeps me, uh, keeps me going and, and pushing hard. Um, even though I'm by myself when I'm working out. Um, yeah, guys, we got about five more minutes. Does anybody have anything, any questions, nothing to add? And I'll open this up the whole room. Anybody? Crickets. Okay, well, quiet bunch today. Uh, I would say one of the things that I, uh, one of the things that I like to do whenever I'm approaching a workout, I look at it uh, and say it's, <laughs> say it's a heavy barbell, which if you guys don't know me, um, is my jam. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then like burpees, if you guys know me, no, I hate them. Um, me, so everybody in the room. If I look at this workout, yes. Oh, I don't know. That's They're your athletes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, I look at it and I say, okay, I know I'm going to be able to crush this barbell. So I need to really push my burpees to get better. Um, and that's coming into a little bit more of the mentality side of it, hopefully. Um, but really pushing the things you suck at, going kind of back to what I was saying earlier, um, is going to benefit you in the long run because then your barbell is going to be easier too. Um, later on down the road, at least. So um, start looking at some of your workouts and, and approaching it in a way that's going to benefit you the most, not get you the best time always. Um, that's one of the big things that I've had to change and shift in my mindset. Um, instead of looking at the leaderboard and saying, what's going to give me the best time? Look at it and say, what's going to give me the best adaptation for later on down the road? Yeah, no, I, I absolutely love that. I think uh, we may even jump on another call and discuss the topic of like, what is training versus what is competing. Um, and I think to Travis's point exactly is like, I know there's, there's a workout we did the other day, Tommy Mack and Tommy Mack called for um, 115 pounds barbell sprinkled in with like some burpees and it was literally every barbell movement it was thrusters it was power snatches it was hang squat cleans it was overhead squats it was a bunch of stuff the point and the purpose of the workout was to cycle the barbell for unbroken reps i am not good at cycling the barbell i hate it i love lifting heavy for like one rep maybe two but i absolutely hate um a lot of reps of of any, any barbell movement. So I could lift the RX load for that workout um, and, and finish it inside the time cap, but that wasn't the point of the workout. And kind of like Travis said, that wasn't gonna give me 
my best adaptation. Um, so I scaled the load back so that I was able to go for large sets of, you know, touch and go power snatches or whatever the, the movement was at, at that point in time in the workout. So, um, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's not always about the fastest time. It's, it's largely about, um, you know, are you, are you doing what the stimulus is meant to provide? So, um, cool. Great points. All right. I'm getting a notification here. We got less than a minute. So, um, guys, uh, we'll, we'll send out another, uh, another link for another call to probably tomorrow. Um, Travis, thank you for being on here. And, uh, and I hope that, uh, between myself and Travis, we're Thanks able to, yeah. yeah, thank you. I hope that, uh, that between myself and Travis, we're able to give you guys a couple of nuggets or add a little bit of value of how do you, how do you find that push when you're by yourself? So cool guys. All right. Well, we're going to jump off here. Um, I hope you guys have a great night. Stay safe. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah thank you guys. Yeah. You're welcome. Love you all. Yep. Yeah. See you guys.